Hello and welcome to School to Elevate the Soul, a personal development podcast where I share my experiences, life lessons, and intuitive messages to guide you to live lighter, brighter, and in accordance to your soul. So this week's episode is on my spiritual awakening. I figured I would share it with you considering everyone always asks this question whenever you meet anyone spiritual, like what brought you to spirituality, right? I think it's an extremely important question to ask and I think everyone's spiritual awakening actually comes from some sense of darkness, right? This week, I'm going to be sharing that. I'm going to be getting a little bit intimate with you guys, talking about what brought me into the spiritual world. And I think that we're all born as spiritual beings, and then our conditioning and everything else brings us to that point where we're not even aware of our soul, aware of our spiritual side. So you have to lose yourself to ultimately find that. And I think that's very important is when you ask yourself the question of who am I, like besides my conditioning, besides nursing, softball, school, sports, whatever it is is for you that all of your identities are wrapped around in who are you separate from that so that is what brings me to this episode of my spiritual awakening and what brought me to that my spiritual awakening journey truly started when I was very little and began to feel left out so even looking back I truly always felt different I was overweight as a kid and I would always judge myself and compare myself to the younger like petite kids so I feel like it truly started back then when I was already comparing myself as a very young girl and wondering like who am I like why why am I this way? Why am I separate from these people? Like, why am I different? Right? Like I've always felt different. And I think that everyone's spiritual awakening starts with some sort of separateness from other people. And so going into middle school and high school, I did have friends. I always have had friends, but I truly never felt like I fit in. I always had friends from many friend groups and I didn't fit in with any one group in specific. I loved people. I always had connections, but I've always had a hard time with who I am with the many groups that I was involved in. I always felt like I was in a crisis, like, who am I? So I went to college and quickly got into a friend group who were always partying and super, super service level. I was kind of trapped in it a little bit just because of living situations and things like that. I don't want to get too deep into it. But so I quickly began to isolate myself as I didn't really resonate with them either. I obviously went to high school to college, which was a huge transition in itself. So I went from living at home, then living with another somewhat random girl and making a whole new group of friends away from my little brother away from my family and so you know the question is like who am I with these people right so I quickly began to isolate myself I've always been empathetic but I think when I got to college my empathy grew like a ton I would become drained anytime I was around anyone who I didn't resonate with and I began going to therapy because of how at crisis with myself I was I really truly didn't even know how to be I was so multi-dimensional I've always been as a person and I truly felt confused there were so many identities in different social groups So my high school friends, my festival side of me, my partying side, my softball side, my nursing side, my side I was with my boyfriend at the time, who I was alone and who I was with my family was all very different sides of myself. And I had like a crisis of which side of me is me, right? So I began therapy and I started to dive deep into who I was and why. I got onto antidepressants and started seeing some improvement, but not enough to feel content with where I was. I grew up in a small town where nothing mindful was even 
been really taught to any of us. Like I was never taught how to emotionally regulate my emotions. I never was taught to be aware of my feelings and why. I was never taught to look inward. I was never taught to take a damn deep breath. Like I was never taught to breathe and connect my mind to my body. So I've always had a difficult time grounding. I'm a water sign, so I'm super intact with my emotions. And I never was taught to feel in my body and ground into the earth. Yoga was not a thing where I grew up. There were no yoga classes in school. Mindfulness was not taught in school. So I truly came from square zero where I didn't even know what yoga was genuinely. So I went to a festival in 2016 and I think that did start my awakening of some sort and maybe realize how narrow-minded I was. It's not my fault that I was narrow-minded because of where I grew up. I think I was 18 at the time and I wasn't taught any of this stuff, like I said. So I went to my friend Hannah Gutierrez. She's the sweetest. She recommended that we go to EDC Vegas and it's a huge music festival and I'm always like a hell yes person. So she mentioned it. I was like, yes, let's do it. So we bought the ticket. We saved up for it. We went to the festival. And the first time ever that I was like, whoa, what is life, right? Like it was my first time out of the state other than for random softball trips to Virginia, Ohio, Florida, all the same states like over and over again, West Virginia, all East Coast places. I was never anywhere else. So I went to Vegas for the first time with my best friend, Hannah, at the time. And we went to this music festival and everyone was so kind. Everyone was so nice, just super genuine people all around. Everyone was just giving hugs, compliments, like supporting each other. You know, I was stuck in my mind of like, oh, these people are judging me. But then everyone that was coming up to me was just so kind and so genuine. And I realized like that started within me. Like I was judging myself. I was projecting my judgments onto other people. And I was like, why is that? Right? Like, why do I have this belief that everyone is mean? Everyone is judgmental and not everyone is similar to where you grew up. Right? So I truly do feel like the music festival scene, the electronic dance music scene, like EDM really started my journey inward and realizing that people are good. So a year or two later, it was my sophomore year of college. My best friend at the time, Abby Stroud, told me about Camp Bisco and they were like, hey, let's go to Camp Bisco. Maybe it was Danielle. They were like, let's go to Camp Bisco. And I was like, what's Camp Bisco? And she's like, it's in Pennsylvania. It's a music festival. It's right up your alley. Let's like, let's go. So, and then like a week later, she was like, oh, I can't go. But I felt so cold to go. So I asked Hannah, my other festival friend, and she couldn't go either. And I asked so many people and nobody could go but I bought the ticket anyways. I was feeling so called to go. I was like, fuck it. I am going regardless. No matter what I'm going, like, I don't know how I'm going to get the money, where I'm going to stay, who I'm going to stay with. I have none of the details figured out, but I am going no matter what, because I feel called to go. So Liv, one of my close friends at the time was able to go super last minute. So she bought her ticket and we went to Camp Bisco together. So I was at Camp Bisco with my friend Liv. We ended up figuring it out. We got my mom's car. I scavenged some money together to figure out how I was to make it for the weekends. Like I was in college. I had no money at the time. I was still working full time, but I was paying for school myself. So we ended up going. It's the second day and you know, the first day was amazing, but I was still settling in trying to get comfortable. And the second day I was at 12th Planet, a, a male DJ set. And I was with my friend Liv and I felt so called to go to the front of the set. And I was like, dude, like I cannot stay here. Like you can come or you can stay. Like I'm going to the front. I have to go, I have to go. And she was like, dude, go. Like, I'm not coming, but you go. So I went to the middle. I like kept running up to the front. I'm like headbanging by myself. I'm going at it. And this guy named Brandon came up to me and he was like, hey, I normally am like anti-men at festivals, right? Normally I do not like when 
men talk to me at festivals they're for the music solely like that is my sole purpose of going to music festivals is for the music and for connections but at the time it was solely for music and so Brandon came up to me and he was like your head banging is great he's like you're killing it out there like amazing do you want to go to the next set with me and my friends and I met all of his friends and we went to the next set anyways throughout that weekend we ended up like deeply connecting and it was my first ever time hearing about anything regarding mindfulness meditation and he was like yeah I meditate twice a day I go to yoga I read Untethered Soul you should totally read it and so you know me and him got close throughout the weekend and we kept in touch after he bought me the Untethered Soul and that truly started the inward journey of figuring out like what's going on inside me like who is that voice that's constantly criticizing myself and confused and worried and anxious like that's not me right so like the untethered soul genuinely started my journey with that it helped me shed a lot of emotions that I was carrying and a lot of the people pleasing tendencies of like trying to please others other than myself and it brought awareness to all of my darkness that's inside of me and like really truly brought light to the capabilities that the darkness does have when it's transformed so I read untethered soul and at the time I was in nursing school like I said and I played softball full-time, I worked full-time, and I did nursing school full-time. So I would work night shift, and on my night shift, I would read The Untethered Soul every single night, and I would journal. And I filled an entire journal, I have it to this day, of notes from The Untethered Soul. It's by Michael Singer, by the way. It's a really good book. I continued therapy after that, continued to dig deeper, right? Like, whenever you start digging into the stuff, it's not easy. You're uncovering all of the depths of your soul. It's not all light and rainbows and sunshines, and your conditioning is interesting and it's not easy to dig into. So I continued therapy to help me with the transition and Brennan actually pushed me to yoga as well. So I went out of my comfort zone, extremely out of my comfort zone and finally went to yoga. I think it was my junior year of college. So one year later, I went to a yoga class in Shadyside, Pennsylvania and it was a hot yoga class. I took a bus there. I didn't have a car at the time and I almost got off the bus like 15 times on the way there because I was so freaking anxious, right? I was like, I don't know if I could do this what if the people are judging me it's just so awkward like I don't know I just felt so anxious at the time but I was like no I committed to going I'm in going so I went and that really truly started my mind body connection I never really was in my body before then I never knew how it felt to be connected to my mind and body I actually realized how strong I was physically and how much more my body can do than I thought it could ever so that was a beautiful realization that I had from yoga and I still do yoga to this day I'm a yoga teacher now and I am absolutely in love with yoga as a practice as a mindfulness practice as with the asanas with the breath work like I absolutely love it so after that I got into meditation started bliss more the book and it walks you through meditation in bliss more they recommend 10 to 15 minutes twice a day so I started meditating I genuinely followed the book so yeah if you want to get into meditation I highly recommend bliss more it definitely takes an easier approach it embraces all thoughts that come it uses an easy acronym if you want more information I would definitely just buy the book it's like ten dollars on Amazon it's an amazing book it's super easy read and got me into the consistent meditation practice. So I meditated every day, twice a day for about a year. And that truly helped my spiritual journey so much. I went so much deeper than I thought was even possible. In that time frame, I was traveling, going to music festivals with friend groups who actually accepted me for me. That is huge because I was able to understand myself more and just feel accepted for who I am. For the first time ever, I never really, I had good friends my whole life, but I never truly showed 
showed them all sides of myself and that's completely my fault. And, you know, I always thought that I had to be a certain way for them and, you know, give them whatever they needed at the time. And I self-abandoned a lot. And I like look back and I'm like, I wonder how it would have been if it fully showed all sides of me. Like, would they have accepted me? And it was just all in my head, right? Who actually knows? But you're honestly doing everyone a dishonor if you're not being yourself. So just truly letting yourself be who you are without closing off. You'll automatically attract people that are genuinely loving people. So I continued understanding myself more, writing trauma, coping with anything that has come up. I graduated nursing school and I became a nurse in the ICU in Pennsylvania. I worked there for a year. It was during COVID, so that was a little rough, but it was definitely interesting coming right out of nursing school and dealing with a ton of death right off the bat. I quickly got into reading about death. So if you're interested in anything past life or death oriented, Many Lives, Many Masters really helped me understand the process. It's a beautiful book. It's written by a doctor. It's about past life regression and all of that. It's extremely amazing. Highly recommend the book. I actually decided about a year into nursing that I wanted to take some time off and go to a yoga teacher training. So I went to that yoga teacher training and this was absolutely amazing for my spiritual journey. In the yoga teacher training, we did yoga like two to three times a day, covering all of the postures, the science behind it, the history behind it, yoga theory, pranayama, which is breath, mind, body connection, meditations. We would have two to three to four meditations a day, just connecting with yourself, connecting with nature. We've covered kundalini, life force energy, different types of yoga, reflection, journaling, chakra meditations. I created my own final meditation and a final yoga sequence that I performed for everybody. We covered so much more than that in the teacher training. And honestly, if you're into yoga, I would highly recommend even doing a yoga teacher training just to connect deeper with the practice, getting the history behind it and I wasn't even sure if at the time if I wanted to teach yoga I just wanted to truly deepen my practice that was my intention of going there and then as the teacher training went on I was like I am good at this like I would love to share this with the world I would love to share my gift to give back to the yoga community what they gave to me so after my yoga teacher training, I moved in with Brandon. We dated for two and a half years. We broke up in November of that year. So this is what started my second spiritual awakening in November slash December of that year. I love him to death. We're still best friends. No worries. He actually bought me the Voice of Heart at the time for my birthday. I read Voice of Heart to transition me out of our relationship into the independence that I was extremely passionate about having for the first time in my life. I've never really been alone. I've always been in love long-term relationships. I went from a two and a half year relationship in high school to a two and a half year relationship in college and then to a two and a half year relationship at the end of college into last November. When we broke up, I read The Voice of Heart. Very beautiful book. If any of you guys have a difficult time like being alone or feeling the need to fill the void with friends or family or people, difficulty being alone, definitely read Voice of Heart. It's your heart just truly calling you back to be present with it and to just reconnect with it. I started writing a book at the time, which I'm still working on to be announced. So after my teacher training, I became a travel nurse for the first time ever. Whenever I quit my job at UPMC in Pennsylvania, the pay there was really bad, horrible. And I was an ICU nurse, like I said, so I knew that I would work it out somehow that I would become a travel nurse, that's my goal. Everyone said in the world, you need to be careful, like most travel agencies don't take nurses up to before two years of experience. I was like, no, I'm gonna make it work. I know I'm gonna make it work. So I took the leap and I found a 
job in July and I started working at a hospital in Philly. So I worked there 13 weeks and my assignment ended. And then I went to Pennsylvania to take a month or a month and a half off and search for a job in California. So it happened again where everyone was saying, you know, you got lucky with finding a job, a travel nurse job in an ICU, floating between eight ICUs as a nurse with just one year of experience. You're not going to be able to find a job in California. It's impossible to get a California license. It's impossible to do this. And everyone kept trying to tell me like, California is expensive. California is this. What are you doing? And I just knew in my heart, San Diego was my calling. So I decided to take a leap again. Philly was amazing, but I knew that East Coast wasn't my energy anymore and it was time to move on. So I went home and decided to start looking for jobs in California. I was applying to jobs in California every single day. So I applied, I originally actually applied for my license for California in May of 2021. And I was still travel nursing in Philly until November, 2021. And December came and my license was still not finished. So I flew out to California to get my fingerprints done and finish the California licensing processing. And I started applying to jobs and I ended up getting a job at the end of December for a January start date, 40 minutes north of San Diego. And it was the best thing ever to come to me. I got a bunch of job offers in LA as well. So it was either LA or Marietta, California, which at the time, actually it's about an hour and 15 minutes from San Diego. But at the time I was like, that's perfect because I'll live in Oceanside, Vista, Carlsbad area, which is like dead smack in the middle of San Diego in my job. So it was actually perfect because now I live in a beautiful town and I decided to move across the country. So I took the leap again. I took a cross-country road trip with my father and I moved across the country by myself. I knew nobody in San Diego. I actually knew one friend who was planning on moving back to New York. So I just had one friend when I moved here and I barely saw him because I was so focused on doing more internal work, digging deeper, connecting more with myself. So when I moved out here, I had nobody. I was freshly single as of like, you know, two months. I was on a journey of not talking to any men, really just digging deep within myself, reading Voice of Heart, writing my book and doing the internal work. I was going back to therapy. I was reading many books at the time, People Pleaser's Guide of Loving Others Without Losing Yourself. And if you're a people pleaser, feel free to refer to my other podcast on people pleasing. So I moved across the country, spent a lot of time alone, which I feel like is extremely important for any spiritual journey. When I started my brand new job, it was actually extremely relieving because I just genuinely knew that I would find a job. I knew that the housing would be okay. At the time, I was paying $2,500 a month for rent in California. And given they pay you for housing, for travel nursing, but you know, it was a lot to adjust to. I went from paying like $700 in Philly to $2,500. And California isn't as intimidating as everyone says it is. Now I pay $1,500 a month for a beautiful thousand square foot luxury apartment. So it's really not as bad as everyone says it is. It is definitely doable, definitely possible. You just have to find your spot find your location. Do not get intimidated by what everyone says is what I'm trying to tell you. The lesson here is to never listen to other people. Listen to your intuition. Listen to your callings. I was called out to here to San Diego and I ended up meeting beautiful, lovely people. And I moved in with my best friend. I'm getting ahead of it. But anyways, I ended up meeting beautiful, lovely people. I was pretty much alone for eight months. Exactly. Saw some people here and there. I saw some friends. Some friends came out and visited. My family came out and visited. But the majority of the 
the time I was working and I was going home and reading, going to the beach by myself, seeing sunsets, going to dinner by myself, I feel comfortable saying 97% of things by myself outside of work. And I felt really good about that, right? Like it was a lonely journey, but it wasn't anything I couldn't do. I did not feel terrified. I did not feel horribly homesick. I just trusted that everything was going to be okay. And it truly, truly was. So in August, I decided to take two months off again because I'm a travel nurse, so I can. And I decided to take a cross-country road trip. Initially, I took some time off. I went home to Pittsburgh, saw my family, went to Daytona Beach with them, and then back to Pittsburgh for another family little event. And I went to Toronto to see my friend, Raheli, lovely, lovely woman. Then I went back to Pittsburgh for a wedding. And then I went on my road trip, Washington, Oregon, Utah, Arizona, San Diego. So in December, my friend Haley Gutierrez, my best best friend created a group chat she reached out to me many times before saying you know you would love my friend Raheli you guys are so similar like let's connect you guys because you guys are both amazing and you guys would love each other and you know I'm not the biggest over social media connector if people like slide up and stuff I'm like okay hey great to meet you nice to see you I'm damn willing to help people I'm damn willing to connect but prior to this situation I was never really open-minded to being online friends right I was like okay like let's meet in person like that's pretty much that's it right I was like yeah yeah, yeah, sure, sure. One day we'll meet like this, that, and the other. And then she was like, no, we're making a group message. And do you want to be in it or not? So I was like, yeah, I want to definitely be in it. And that was the purpose of the group message was to connect with spiritually aligned friends who are committed to bettering themselves and personal development and just a group of women who support each other and are there for each other and committed to being supportive in each other's lives. And so Haley knew Raheli and I and Raheli and Natalia and Sabrina knew each other. And so it started with five of us. So we made a group chat on Snapchat and we'd spoken every single day starting the new year. We would Snapchat videos of each other talking about our businesses. They all have YouTube channels and have their own online businesses and we would Snapchat every day about what they want to do with their business, their motivations, their books they're reading, their personal development techniques right now, their mindfulness, meditations. We would all talk about everything that we're into currently and everything started blossoming from there truly. Just meeting them and growing with another group of girls that were actually supportive and loving and caring and non-judgmental and just accepting for whoever you are and whatever you bring to the table was extremely healing for all of the friend groups I've been in previously of like feeling like I need to be a certain way to be loved and meeting these people were absolutely amazing so we met for the first time in person after talking every day for six months in June it was the most beautiful thing in the world and I just can't thank them enough for their contributions to my spiritual journey and how much they've taught me how much I've taught them like our connection is absolutely amazing so we went to Asheville, North Carolina in June. Then me and Natalia decided to move in together in September. So I decided before meeting her in person, that's how confident I was about our connection and how much we would get along. Before her, I was like, I would never live with a girl again. Prior to my situation with her, I've had a little bit of difficult times with living with other females, you know, feeling judged and being outwardly judged by them. A lot of girls doing negative things to me. And I'm not the victim here either. You know, I probably was had to do a lot of work internally who I was back then as well. So and on either end, bless all my roommates and the situations. I have love for all of them in every single way possible. But yeah, so I decided to move in with Natalia, even though given my situations in the past, and I was like, you know what? I feel confident it's going to work out. We decided before we even met in person and then we met in person, we were like, we're definitely doing this. So I took a cross country trip when I took two months off and I decided to do that whole road trip. So I met Natalia and Amelia in Arizona. So we went to Lake Powell and then we went 
to Sedona, the Grand Canyon, all of them, that together with them was absolutely amazing. It truly did start my third spiritual awakening. So I've had three so far and this is my third one and just them assisting me in my journey after being alone for nine months and just having them to holy hell just really boost my journey, boost my connection with myself, boost my third eye. Having that confirmation from each of them that what I'm experiencing is true and I'm not just making stuff up. I am a truly experiencing spiritual world and you know having them confirm that was amazing for me because I've been doing all the work internally. So here I am now still working on my third spiritual awakening accepting the fact that I know that nursing is not the forever job for me and I want to do a lot more with my life in a different direction right like god bless all the nurses out there god bless all the ICU nurses any nurse out there any doctor any medical field professional but I feel like in my purpose in my journey I do have more to offer I do have a different thing to offer not to say more because everything is equal everything is neutral but I do feel like I have a passion and a purpose to give back I do do Reiki I want to get certified level three because I'm only certified level one right now but I am a yoga teacher and I do dabble in the spiritual world I have a lot of goals and aspirations that I want to get back to the world after experiencing these three spiritual awakenings, I want to share that with others. So that is my journey. And it's all ties back to everyone having the ability to have a spiritual awakening, everyone having the ability to connect with their spirit. I truly do feel like the conditioning that schools give us and everything else truly does take away from our soul connection with ourselves. And as we develop and as we grow and as we get closer to ourselves, that's when the spiritual awakening occurs. And every level that it occurs on is a new one for me and it's possible for everyone out there. The way you do it is just connecting with yourself deeper and following your instincts, following your intuitions and you are beyond possible of following everything to get you there. The higher power, whatever you believe in is on your side. Your spirit guides are on your side. So I'd love to hear about all of your spiritual journeys. I have Instagram, which is my personal Instagram account at the time, but it is A-S-H-L-E-Y-Y-H-O-A-K-K. So Ashley Hope with two Y's, two K. And please feel free to subscribe to my podcast. I'm going to be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, potentially other platforms. So yeah, that is all for my spiritual journey. I am glad to share that with you. And I hope that all of you guys take whatever you can from it and just know that it's all possible within you. With every level of my spiritual awakening, I get deeper and deeper closer to myself and closer to others who I resonate with and find deeper connections with. Because as I ask the universe for people that I do resonate with other people has fallen away and that's a part of the journey and that's okay but I've gotten so much closer and so much deeper with those that I love I have all these beautiful friendships that I do go to mass meditation events with I go to spiritual events sound bath healings breath work events and I continue to dabble in this world in this life so like and subscribe and anything else that you guys have questions concerns I will be happy to answer. Reach out to me on Instagram. And yeah, so thanks for listening, everybody. I would love to get back to you guys soon on next week's episode. (laughs) Thanks, bye. Whatever you surround yourself with is going to be impacting your everyday life, honestly. every All of your motivation, all of your aspirations, all of your goals are affected by the energy and vibrations that you are surrounded by. So if you are around people that don't align with your goals and aspirations, I would highly recommend start to recognize this because you can recognize this through realizing your energy around people. So if you're feeling like you're unable to talk about things you're passionate about, this is huge because it's a sign that you feel like they will not support you on this journey, right? 
and you are supposed to follow what lights you up in this world you're supposed to follow what you're passionate about and if you can't share that with your loved ones that's a sign that maybe those loved ones aren't truly for you in this lifetime and that they've served their purpose in your life i highly recommend finding people that align with your purpose and passion and finding people that you look up to in each area that you want to better yourself in those who you surround yourself with is a huge impact on your actual development because your energy and vibration will automatically tune into other people's energy and vibration and if you're a high vibration and you're around someone that's a lower vibration constantly you're not going to rise up higher you're going to actually like you could seep down to their level right and it's not their level your level you being better and them being better it's not a egoic thing it's a true vibrational thing every single person has a energetic vibrational frequency to them and it's all based off of how connected to their soul they are so it's not anything negative if somebody is not a higher vibration it's just that they're not on that part of their journey right now and if you want to be then i highly recommend finding people that are and finding people that have passion and purpose in the areas that you may or may not or just have any high frequency energetic vibration in any area that motivate you and impacts you in a positive manner who you surround yourself with is a huge indicator of where you will go in life and i truly have blossomed and sprouted since i started watching who i surround myself with and you know increasing my occurrences with people that challenge me to be better and hold me accountable for what i'm doing and my actions and my words and push me and accept me for who i am for those times that i do need acceptance and support and loving that's something i really wanted to emphasize in this podcast is if you do have motivation to have a spiritual journey and a spiritual awakening of some sort and you're like oh my god how'd she achieve this right like how does she connect her with herself so deeply to start this podcast like i am equal to you we are all equal and we all have this opportunity to connect with ourselves it's just about timing and when it's right for you so if right now you're feeling called to do that and you're wondering who am i how will i get there it all starts with you inside and who you're surrounding yourself with and listening to yourself and your soul and your energy so there will definitely be more on this topic i just wanted to share that as well and kind of as a bonus but yes this is my spiritual journey and i hope that you enjoyed